Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted, presented by Be Unique Magazine, because an authentic life is unscripted. Be Unique is a 501c3 charity that works today to change tomorrow. Learn more at our website, beunique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Did you know that Be Unique is a free, non-profit publication? We work today to change tomorrow by bringing you truly amazing guests like the one we'll introduce tonight and by highlighting stories about people all over the world who will astound you. The free digital version is available 24-7 at BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Welcome to Unscripted. Tonight, I have some very exciting people lined up for you to talk with. My name is Mary Brotherton. I am, I don't even know some days what I am, but I'm here. And tonight, we are going to speak with Emily Richards Murphy. She's a healer, artist, teacher, entertainer, a Be Unique writer, and she's also one of the board members on Peace Corps. Emily... Um, she helps her clients experience healing through transformative energy work, intuitive coaching, and through creative arts. Her physical address is in Orlando, Florida, but she's been all over the United States, and she speaks, entertains, and inspires everybody she touches. But my um, co-host tonight is Tyrell Ernest, who is also on our board of directors, and he's one of our co-host on Coffee or Tea, and he's kind of like my my soulmate twin brother. Um, y'all going to have to figure that one out whenever you can, <laughs> but I'm going to leave it to you, Tyrell. Take it away. All right. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to have you, Emily. Um, Hi. I'm really excited as fellow fellow board members. Um, I know you are a writer. I'm not quite to that extent. Yeah, I do a little little something-something. Uh, but in due time, of course. But I'm excited to have you. Can you first um, start off by letting us know what just got you into just writing? Well, uh, I was uh, I was on my way to have a, a a theater degree. I'm a performer at heart. I'm an artist at heart. And um, as you can see, you know, I didn't end up very far from that. But uh, I got cold feet halfway through working on a theater degree. And uh, I I, uh, I ended up in the English department, and uh, so I I, uh, I have a I have an English degree that's like a stone around my neck, and it turns out I'm really good at writing. So um, uh, I'm just really every time I write anything, people people say you're really good at that. You should write that down. And and I I met our wonderful uh, Jennifer East, and she said you need to write for us. And any, anything I send, whether it's a three-word text or something I post on my Facebook page, she's like, you're really, really good at that. Would you write for us? Please write for us. And so I finally wrote something down. And she had me send it to Mary. And Mary said, yes, you should write for us. And so, <laughs> so, so that's how that happened. I mean, and I've been writing uh, here and there all along. And, um, yeah. So it's, it's all started with uh, me trying to make good on the in, incredibly – um, incredibly pricey investment my dear, dear parents made on a fancy English degree. And that's so funny. I, I, as soon as you said it, it's not exactly like Jennifer. You need to write for us. You need to write for us. Definitely see talent and potential way before anyone else does. She has such a great eye and neck for it. Um, so with you being, like you said, you have your degree in English, um, even though it wasn't exactly the career you were geared towards, um, is it still a career you enjoy? Um, yes. So, well, it's not my, it's not my main, main bread and butter. Um, I, uh, 
I I do many many things. I um, the current the current iteration of me is sort of the beautiful nexus of turning 40, which I'm not at all ashamed of. I think from about the time I th- I turned 32, I was I've been I've been gearing for 40. I couldn't wait. I'm like, ooh, come on, 40. I'm gonna be a force of nature because. Um, I've been like a bad magician at a carnival with all these business cards because I just, there's so many things I do. I write, I perform, I, I, uh, I could never get too very far away from being a performer and entertainer. I've been a dancer um, since forever. I, I was a professional belly dancer for 20 years and I taught, um, I did some, some ballroom uh, back in the day I did, I taught at a Fred Astaire dance studio. Um, so I'm a dancer. Um, and you can't be a belly dancer for very long without being a snake charmer. And I also, and I do professional, I'm a professional psychic entertainer. And so that can be anything from really very flashy where I stand inside of a very fancy Zoltar machine that one of the entertainment companies I work for um, has a big prop that looks like a Zoltar machine. And I stand inside of it and I give very, very fancy, expensive psychic readings to I use it as an intuitive tool in my healing practices with my clients. And we have very deep and emotional healing work through my coaching. So there's a big old range on that, right? So that, you know, there's a big, there's a big arc right there. And I haven't even told you half the things I do. So writing is just one of the irons in the fire. Say that so, again. I'll, 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 uh, as, as much as the many facets that you have. Facets, yeah, so many facets. I, I put uh, the hope so, diamond to shame. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what you did bring it up about your healing methods, can you give us a little bit more detail on how your healing methods work and what healing methods you do like to use with your clients in particular? Sure. Um, so uh, I'm in my 17th year as a massage therapist, and uh, I'm actually about to close out my massage practice. By the end of this year, I'll be at a place where I'm, I'm no longer accepting massage clients. So that's a really exciting place to be as a therapist. That, that feels like a, a really cool victory lap. Um, so, um, and my massage techniques are very unique. I use medicupping, which is sort of a massage therapy geared version of ancient, you know, traditional Chinese cupping um, where to where I'm using the cups as a massage tool more than a tool just for pulling toxins and waste out of the tissue. I also, um, I also work with a, an electrical modality called neurostim, a microcurrent neurostim. So basically I zap people with nine volt batteries until they feel better. Um, <laughs> it's all very technical. Um, but the wait, safe, what? <laughs> the safe word is flamingo, and they laugh flamingo. until yes, and the clients laugh until they need to use it, and they say you're not, you weren't kidding. But uh, so the neurostim is basically like uh, control alt deleting the electrical conversation in the body. So. You know, you can have a physical injury to the body, and long after the tissues heal, you have, uh, you know, the, the electrical current. If you think of the traditional Chinese medicine concept of the body, we, if you think, if you imagine a, if you imagine a, a you know, the, an acupuncture map, or, you know, most people have seen the connect the dots acupuncture map of, of the body, um, and so that's that's imagine that like our wireless system, right? And so Tyra, I wireless want to jump in just a second. Um, yeah. Because I'm really, I'm really curious. When you said nine volt battery, all I can remember was being a kid and putting one on my tongue, and it, it wasn't kind good. Of. I but never, did that. Long... never did that. <laughs> you missed out it, on life, it son. Feels like, it feels a little bit like a fire ant. It feels a little bit like a fire ant bite, but. One, I know what I'm doing. Two, I'm only holding it there for about 20 seconds. And three, when I'm done, you'll be able to, like, use your body part again, maybe even better than you've been able to use it in, like, 20 years. Okay. I need to make an appointment. 
I need to make yeah. an appointment. And do it soon because after December, ain't nobody getting on that train anymore. So, tickety hop. <laughs> Emily Murphy Creative dot com. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, what's your plans moving forward since you are, you know, booked and done with, you know, after this December with the massage therapy? What is your next uh, upcoming goals? Well, I'm expanding my the the healing that I do with coaching with uh, the creative arts. So I'm, I'm working with people in person. I have, you know, my studios in Orlando. I'm right near, um, currently I'm right near Universal Studios, but with their new, with their new uh, announcement of a, of a brand new park, they're going to be building on, on the other side of where my office is. I think my office is going to be right in the crosshairs of a whole lot of new traffic. So probably going to need to strategize a little bit of a move. Um, <laughs> but um uh, so I'm currently near Universal Studios, and uh, but I with coaching, I can I can work with people virtually. I can do virtual office visits, and I can open my availability up to people that aren't necessarily in the geographical area. So I'm really excited that now I can. There are people who have moved away that haven't been able to work with me. So that's the beauty of doing energy work modalities and doing different healing work like therapeutic art um, and coaching. So I'm really excited to be able to reconnect with clients I haven't seen in a while and meet new people who are needing to rewire. So I've, so for 17 years as a massage therapist, I've been physically reworking the, the physical workings of people's bodies. And now I'm get to work with people's thought patterns and their, their their energetic patterns more and i can still i can still help people rewire their neurology to live their best life and um i can just do it virtually and in in, in addition to working with me in person and i'm looking forward to start uh, being able to lead retreats so right now i'm planning i haven't announced it yet but uh, i'm planning on um i'm Put in the, I'm putting in the groundwork for a retreat in November to go. I think um, you just announced it. I kind of, yeah, it's just happening. So uh, <laughs> one of the things is we're going to go up to Georgia to uh, a place where you can go um, dig for crystals. So it's going to be a whole metaphor and self-development. I don't want to say too much about it, but one of the features of the three-day weekend will be we will go and be able, and it's surface collecting, so it's not like, you know, hard labor because I mean I'm not that kind of a girl. And and I want <laughs> what? Did you say you're digging for thistles? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we're not going to get like pickaxe, pickaxe, pickaxes, and like hard hats. It's it's a it's a place where they've gone and done most of that, and you can kind of it, it's on it's almost surface collecting. We don't have to really like blast and 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 excavate the earth it'll be nice it you know it'll be nice Very cool. it'll be really really good yeah <laughs> i like crystals no no hard labor we'll all we, we will emerge with all of our digits and shiny things that we will have found ourselves on the nice. inside and the outside <laughs> well we're going to go on a quick commercial break on that note we're going to get right back to it <laughs> If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Welcome back, everybody. 
We are here with Tyrell and Emily Richards-Murphy, and they are having a blast. Take it away, guys. Yeah, so before the break, I was talking about a, a, a retreat that I'm putting together for November, early November, just before we um, get into the holiday craziness, looking for the treasures within for my for my attendees. And because what I've been doing for the last couple of years is uh, three times a year when I go and because part of what I've been doing in my practice for a while is I do um, uh, one of the treatments that has been unique to my practice is what my hot stone massage therapy has involved um, semi-precious stones. So instead of hot river rocks, like when you go to a spa and you get a hot stone massage, they have like hot basalt river rocks right? Or sometimes you go to somewhere in the Northeast and they have these really big, beautiful, like ocean smooth stones, right? Some, some places have different stones. Like I know some places now do like the hot salt rocks. Well, mine are mostly giant um, pieces of rose quartz with other semi-precious stones mixed in. And so that, that was something unique that I did. And so I started incorporating um, gemstone therapy for my clients. So then that folded into several times a year, I offer a personal shopper service for my clients and we do a consult and we talk about what, what qualities they'd like to bring into their life or what they're personally working on and what gemstones can partner with them in, you know, what they're seeking. And so then when I go to the gem show, I shop for them. And so, so as a natural progression, this November, um, I want to be able to take people with me um, and we get to go and like go to the earth and discover stones together ourselves, which so I think it's going to be really, really exciting. I'll be able to take a small group of people with me to do that. So it's really cool that that's going to be our first retreat. And I'll be opening up that opportunity. Um, I think I'll be starting to take reservations for that the first week of September. Very cool. So there, I just announced it. Ah, <laughs> you, you let the cat out of the bag. Well, it's good because I always have such a hard time, like with deadlines. We know this. So now, now I've done it. Now you have to do it. Now I do. I know of at least three of my people that are listening, and they're going to be in my inbox. <laughs> Tyrell, are you still with us? Did I put you to sleep, honey? How are you doing? I think his phone may the have died. The well, answer, we have, we have a spiritual, the yeah, we lost, intervened. Has, it's just you and me, oh, honey. He That's has, okay. uh, his phone call has dropped. So Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, this, it's this massive, super, it's this massive, awesome full moon we've got right now. So yeah, oh, gosh, it's in Aquarius too, you know. Yeah, and yeah, that's it's okay. Right we, up my we need some. We need some softer energy to come in. So yeah. magnification of prosperity and and uh, focus and clarity on goals and and uh, aspirations should be coming up right now. We just closed the Lion's Gate. So that's good. That was on the 12th. That was, yeah, Lionsgate was closed on 12th. So some some people are mixed. And today is the rising of the Sota star, which is um, sacred to ancient Egyptian um, observation. So that is the rising of um, Sothis, which is, as we call it, Sirius rising, um, which was the observation of the goddess Isis in her aspect okay. of the star stasis, following Osiris through the sky. And also um, in some of the, I can't remember which Orthodox, but it, it coincides in the Judeo-Christian observations of the Mother Mary being um, assumed into the sky, into heaven. So there you right. go, celestial you assumption. assumption. Well, you've, you've mm-hmm. got a bunch of religious connotations going on there. That's yeah. Cool. Um, 
my resume. Now, now, I have to stop and, now I have to stop and think. Since I have to pick up the ball, Tyrell has generously dropped. I'm so glad he told us ahead of time. Because oh, I was yeah, thinking, right? oh, yeah, I lost him at crystals. <laughs> I think you, I think Tyrell would get the crystals for sure. And you know what's funny <laughs> is I'm sitting here drinking my water out of a crystal bottle that has obsidian. We were just talking about oh. manifesting. And right. I bought this bottle specifically so that I could manifest better things for Be Unique. Because oh, yeah. I feel very strongly that this is the year for Be Unique to just soar. And we've already uh, tripled our board size, I think. Yes. And Obsidian so we, we, is good for, like, cutting through nonsense. Obsidian is like like a laser sword for both. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it can be a double-edged sword. I mean, it's wonderful if you need help. Um, with wishy-washiness in yourself or in other people. But if you have trouble with your filter, like me, I, sh- it, I don't need to have obsidian because I already have a filthy mouth and there's a, there's a dark pool running on my, um, in my Facebook Messenger right now on whether or not I can watch my mouth for the duration of this broadcast. So like me and obsidian, it, no. Oh, you'll no, be fine. I know I will be. My friends are evil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we nodded each other as we passed. I actually found (laughs) out um, years ago. I applied for a job, and I gave somebody said I'll be a reference for you. So she was, and I had the person call. I had the job in the bag, pretty much. And it got sabotaged because this woman who I thought was going to make a good reference said, well, Mary has a problem with her filter. I'm like, oh, no, don't say Because it was a customer service job, you know, like community relations. That's not right. You know, that's okay. I didn't didn't need that job because had I gotten that job, it wouldn't have opened up the door for where I am today. Okay. Well, that's way to... I'm, wait a, I know wait a, that things happen. That's how you find out who your friends are. It's true. So um, you mentioned something prior to the show that I want you to mm-hmm. expound on. You said we're yes, coming ma'am. upon the high holy season for psychics. Oh, yes. Yes, it's very Tell true. me about that. So, oh, well, you know, Halloween, obviously. So that's yeah, but that's like you know, two months away. Oh, but uh, so uh, there's been years where I I've been booked for the weekend before Halloween. There has been years where I have been booked for that Saturday as early as June. To do what? To to be someone's Halloween party entertainment. Very cool. For the for the Saturday before Halloween. Now, do um, you go and it's as, Saturday is on Halloween? Oh. Yeah. So do you do yeah. this as Emily Murphy or do you do this as Madame Azina? Yeah, well, it's kind of blurring now because um there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot more cultural sensitivity about I mean, Madame Azina was my stage name for years and years when I was belly dancing, and it's a made-up name. It doesn't have any cultural significance to it, so I don't have any, um, I don't have any cultural appropriation problems with the name. Um, uh, but uh, there's, you know, so sometimes I get requests for dressing as a gypsy, and we don't even that like that's not even a good word to use anymore. It's it's a it's a racially insensitive word, um, right? Because so, the, the the gypsy people were oppressed. The, like it's it's like it's like the N word for the Roma people. So like we really don't want to use it anymore. We don't want to dress insensitively into that. It's a culture. It's not a costume. All of that. So I'm trying to kind of I'm shifting my costume. I'm shifting my dress. And I find that most. American audiences, they don't even know what that means. 
They just want no, something in a costume. So, yeah. So, I mean, it just depends on the, on the party. Um, and, and Madam Come raid Alina, my closet. Come raid my oh. closet anytime I can costume you up. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, 20, let's see, it's 23 years now because I started in 96. So I have piles. I have piles and oodles. I could make Liberace weep, I think. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. If I couldn't, I know, I know girls. I know, I know ladies who can. So, you know, and Madame Azina, I don't go. I don't put on an accent. I mean, if somebody needed me to perform a role, like absolutely. There's some, there's some uh, things that I haven't patented, patented, patented yet for, for virtual parties. Um, that some stuff that I'll be recording this year that I'll be putting out for virtual parties. Um, that'll knock your socks off. Um, and for that, I do play roles. Um, that I, I, do, I offer as virtual parties. Um, but generally, I am me. I'm just, I just look great. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you look great you know, all the time. Yeah, I, I clean up really, really well. So mostly I am me, and it's just a stage name. So it, mostly it just depends on the party. If I'm having a really, sometimes if it's a, when I, when I read out at the big theme parks, and I'm reading for a corporate event and it's like sniper tarot and I have one or two cards to blow your mind and I'm shouting tarot at drunk businessmen at a corporate function, I am absolutely Madame Azina. If I'm at someone's <laughs> beautiful party in their home and I'm giving a beautiful reading and I'm really connecting with someone, I very well might be Emily. And, and, you know, and it's here in town and it might be someone who wants to have a subsequent conversation with me in my, in my studio in town, I'm Emily and I'm giving them my card and, and we, we probably will see each other again at a later time, you know? So, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So yeah, the high holy Um, season is now like, uh, and sometimes I'm also a henna artist. So even August, it can start in August because I, I sometimes even start as early as August for back to school. Um, I, I get hired out to go to colleges, and I do an awful lot of henna artwork at, at back to school functions at colleges. So uh, this year I didn't do and that I've many And I've seen your those. work. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so, so, yeah, September, mid-September. I mean, we're getting ready. I think the first Hall- Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party starts yeah. in a couple weeks so that kicks it off you know when the when the mickey party and the and the uh halloween horror nights at universal start it's halloween and people start gearing up i uh i have one hollow i have one saturday left that i'm available for booking in october right now um and i have two fridays and yeah i'm not sure i but i i still have some some dates left in october currently that's I, I did not know that, but I guess I do know that for some people, Halloween is as sacred as the traditional religious holidays. Oh, absolutely! Well, and for, for some reasons. people, it is it is their sacred religious holiday. Like for exactly, uh, in multiple cultures, uh, October thirty first or November first is when the veil, the proverbial veil between this world and the spirit world is the thinnest, and that's when our loved ones can cross and visit us or be able to communicate with us, and that's why it's sacred. Um, and, and, and for many walks of faith or cultures, the dead are not far. They don't go far away. They're right here. We are, us and them are like a tree. We are the visible living parts of the tree and they are the roots just on the other side and the and those times of the year when the veil are the thinnest is when we can be closest with them so throughout throughout different cultures you'll see family like especially in mexico for dia de los muertos you'll see families having celebrations and uh you know drug cleaning cleaning the the grave sites and and yes. setting out meals in, in the traditional the traditional celebration of Samhain in, in in the Celtic world was setting out a meal and and setting a space for your loved one to return and and to be near, um, 
And so uh, that's, it is, it is very special and, and sacred. So, you know, I, I talk about it being my high holy season for business, which it is, there have been years where, um, very successful years where more than half of my annual income has been made between uh, August 31st and November 4th. Um, so, but it's also very spiritually significant and very important for me as well, because I, you know, I'm, I live in this system where we trade paper money for the things that make our life happen. But I also recognize and, and hold it very sacred that, um, it's my gift and it's my purpose and it's my honor to be able to um, communicate from one side to the other. Sometimes I'm just shouting tarot at drunk people, but sometimes <laughs> it's my very great, sometimes it's my very great honor to help people. You know, as we all try to fumble our way through making sense of this very silly place, and sometimes it's my very very great honor to bear messages from one side to the other and uh, you know, all jokes and charm and witticism aside, that is something that is um, beyond sacred. And, and I hold it uh, with, with, you know, with very great reverence. Well, you called it a gift and it is because I, I hear voices from the other side with messages Mm -hmm. for me. I've never mm-hmm. received a message for someone else. So I can only mm-hmm. imagine if I were being used in that way, it would, it, it's, uh, I can't even, I can't imagine. I mean, I really don't know that I could wrap my brain around what that would feel like to be able to be the vessel that carries someone else's special message. It's, it's, softer than you think it might be and if you can hear it for yourself you're not very very far from being able to um channel for someone else um it's just about you know getting a little bit of a longer antenna or a a slightly bigger dish you know if if you can (laughs) if you're aware that you can receive you're in my opinion you're receiving and 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 we all can um, Absolutely. I, I watched, I recently watched a show on, um, remote viewing and, um, it was, it's on Netflix and, and, uh, oh, was it on, I can't remember if it was on Netflix or Amazon prime and, um, darn it, if I can't remember, um, what it was called, but it was, it was talking about the, the remote viewing programs that the, that were being used during the cold war, um, on both the U S and the, and the Russian sides. And, um, and how now uh, the people that were involved in those programs are now going around teaching workshops and how they had like 80 and 90% of people in a workshop. Um, you know, they sent people out to a local mall to a Bass Pro Shop and like almost like 90 some odd percent of the people in this remote viewing workshop after being taught the skills hit on the fact that this person was standing by a waterfall in this Bass Pro Shop, which is astounding. Like, so you know, we all have these receptors and it's just about understanding to you how to use our instrument, which is our body and the senses that we're given. So it's just unfortunate that we've, you know, we have a system that's very attuned to valuing the masculine traits um, of, and, and devaluing or villainizing the more feminine traits and the feminine senses. And, and we're clearly in a, in a cycle of shifting right now. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, so we're getting hopefully, and the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the balance is not, you know, you know, matriarchy over patriarchy, the balance is balance. But, um, but yeah, it'll be nice when we have a place where all our gifts can be used. And, you know, nobody gets victimized. I want to talk more about this and also about shouting at drunks. But we have to take a little break. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Let me ask you a question. Do you prefer coffee or tea? 
This is a question we ask on our fun and informative millennial talk show called Coffee or Tea, No Phones Allowed. And why do I know? Because I'm Anna. I'm one of the co-hosts. It's a great time. It's a professionally edited weekly series that's free to watch on Be Unique's YouTube channel. That's B-U-N-E-K-E. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and leave us a comment with your topic or guest recommendations. We love hearing from you. And we are back. I am Mary Brotherton. We lost my co-host Tyrell to some technical difficulties, but Emily Richards Murphy is still here with us and we have been talking about shouting at drunk people, but not the way you might think. <laughs> <laughs> Although there, that would be kind of fun sometimes. Um, I'm, when, the, when, the, when the DJ's really loud. <laughs> but you weren't just shouting for the sake of shouting. You were shouting tarot readings to them, yes. correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, we do have listeners all over the world. And I'm sure that most of them know what tarot is. But I would like for you to explain it for the four or five people that might not. Okay. And why so, you would be uh, shouting at drunks. Okay. So uh, let's see. Tarot, also pronounced tarot or tarot. Um, T-A-R-O-T is a, a centuries-old divination method. Um, originally based on a deck of playing cards, um, I think originated in Italy. Um, also, uh, I'm gonna—I'm sure one of my tarot historians is going to club me about the head and shoulders and tell me it was France, but I'm gonna go with Italy. My final answer. Um, and so, currently, you can get a deck of tarot cards. Um, based on any theme in the wide universe you could possibly imagine. Um, in a nutshell, um, it, it is a deck of cards uh, broken into two halves. It, the first half of, of the deck is like a deck of playing cards, uh, like a regular deck of cards you play poker with. Um, and you have suits one through 10, four different suits, one through 10. And then you have court cards, and uh, you have a king, queen, um, a, a jack, and an ace. I mean, a jack, a prince, and a princess, or a knight, and a page. Um, and so those represent that half of the deck represents life, regular life circumstances, um, and the four suits represent the different elements that you encounter in in life. And uh, the, the deck, the images on the deck represent one's journey through life. Um, so that, that deck of, that first half of the deck is just regular kind of life occurrences, basically. All the good, all the bad. Um, yeah. And so then the other half of the card are 22 cards and their major archetypal kind of life um, forces and when you put them together and you shuffle them and lay them out, you get a sort of a, a means of divining or interpreting what's going on in a person's life. Now, depending on who's reading the cards and what type of psychic Pokemon they are, um, <clears throat> you get a different sort of reading. Now, I am not, I don't tend to see the future, and many. Many, many, many psychics don't. And when you start to talk about psychics and readings and tarot, a lot of people get itchy. A lot of people have a lot of emotional reactions about things. There are many people out there who are not on the up and up, and they don't do nice things or good things or even legal things. So what I will say is that tarot cards are a tool, and they are only that. Um, if you do sit down with someone to have cards read, they should always be uplifting and inspiring and insightful. Um, if you ever are having any sort of divination done and you get an icky or an uh-oh feeling, it's not right, and you should go. Safely thank them and go. Certainly if you sit down and they say, you have a curse, your family has a curse, 
for a very large amount of money. They can help you lift that curse. You should definitely thank them very much. Tell them you're on your way to the ATM and don't give them that money. It should, it's just, just, no. So back to the tarot cards. (laughs) (laughs) Good advice, though. (laughs) Yes. It should always be uplifting and inspiring. Um, it, for me, when I am reading, I am an insight giver. I see into why you're trending the way you're trending, and I can help you understand why you are there. I can kind of unpack you and why you are where you are. Um, very seldom do I kind of see the outcome of where you're going. Now, there are some people who can look at cards and be like, mm, girl, you're in trouble. Here's what's going to happen. Um, other people are very adept at tapping right into um, uh, love lost loved ones. Uh, you know, different psychics have different skills. I'm an insight giver. So, and, and, the, and the, the cards are like reading a book. So when we throw cards down, uh, it's like I've just opened a book to like the middle few pages and I've got a scene here. And when I work, it's like a conversation and we're working together to kind of come up with a snapshot and a, and a, and a conversation. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, um, that's what I got. I think, I think I, I think I gave you a good. Covered it, you covered it very well. And while you were doing that, I decided to do a little Googling of my own. And I okay. found two, two different things of interest for you. Uh, yes. Yeah. Tarot cards likely originated in northern Italy during the late 14th or 15th century. The oldest yes. surviving set, known as the Visconti Sforza deck, was created for the Duke of Milan's family around 1440. But I also found yep. another one. You know, there's always an extra one. This mm-hmm. tarot, first known as Trionfi and later as Tarocci or Tarak. Is a pack of playing mm-hmm. cards used from the mid-15th century in various parts of Europe to play games such as Italian tarocini, French tarot, mm-hmm. and Austrian konigufen, yes. Many of these tarot, tarot game cards are still played today. So... That's kind of a, you were right, and they were right. Yeah. But I'm going with you because, yeah. There's a scene in the Dangerous Liaisons movie uh, from the 80s where they're playing with some. Like, it's a little little snippet scene, but it's a little, it's a little tarot nerd scene that if you are one, you're like, oh, (laughs) the costumer, the set designer, the the prop master points to them. And I know that I have seen some amazingly artistic tarot cards. And because there have been some um, less than pleasant associations with the tarot, probably, like you said, because of unscrupulous people, I've even mm-hmm. seen some angel cards where, yeah. you know, people. So, okay, so they, here's the deal. They, here's the deal with tarot. Um, Forgetting, forgetting the unscrupulousness, because there are bad people doing bad things in all different walks of life for all different reasons and in all different ways. So, like, I, I kind of give the warning, but I also don't like, I don't, I don't like to really entertain it for very long because it's like, look, buttercup. I mean, you lift up any, any carpet anywhere in any building, and you're going to have some jerks scuttle out running some kind of game under under any, under any job title. You know what I'm saying? So here's the way that tarot works. Like, so I kind of try to always have one foot in either side. Like, you know, do I love crystals and talk to like spirits and whatever? Yes. But on the other side, like science though, like we feel good when we hold a crystal because piezoelectricity, you hold you put pressure on this thing and microcurrents of electricity are released when you put pressure on it and you get a little jolt from that thing based on the ions that are released. And, you know, it's science, right? So when I deal out these cards and I tell you this card represents that, this card represents this, this card represents this, they're very general. And um, 
dude, I'm just quoting science. And now the, so there's this name for a principle, which I can't remember what it is right now because my brain just went flip. So there's this feature of our psychology that allows us to see shapes in clouds, right? So it's, 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 a, it's a nameable thing that I can't remember. And it's, it's the thing about our brain that we see, we look at the cloud and it's, we see a shape or we see the Virgin Mary in a potato chip or, you know, Whatever that is, that feature, when somebody like me says, you know, anybody can read tarot. You buy a deck of cards, you get a little booklet in the deck, and it says, memorize this, and you will know how to read tarot. It will tell you what all the cards mean, and they mean one thing one right side up. They mean another thing upside down. You memorize all that, and you know how to read tarot cards. Bing, bang, boom. You sit down from somebody else, and you say, Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. You tell that person what those cards mean, and their brain is going to plinko chip all of that. And most of the time, unless there's somebody who's just like, meh, I don't, meh. you know, most of the time they're gonna they're gonna apply that to their life and be like, oh my exactly. gosh, that's so amazing, right? So you help so, connect okay, the dots. So Yes, people connect the dots for the same reason why, oh, the birds flew by when I was thinking of my dead grandfather. That means it's a sign, and it means he's in heaven, and he loves me. Maybe it does. Maybe it really does because life is amazing, and it's miraculous. And I like to think that there's magic everywhere and that, and that the people who love us love us no matter what state of matter they're in. Or maybe it's just all psychology, and it's a big hologram, and we're like – some aliens video game. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I like that idea too. Um, So so that's tarot. But then you mentioned angel cards. And so then there's a lot of other things like that. Angel cards and oracle decks. Like I have one right here. I have my Oracle of the Unicorns, which I really, really like. I've done a couple readings with these live on my, on my Facebook page with my Facebook group. Um, So those are just like anything goes. Anybody can make an oracle deck, and those don't have a tarot generally has a, a kind of a given structure. Now, there are some more modern decks who don't keep to that kind of formula. Um, the, major, the, ma- the, the major arcana with the archetypal section and the minor arcana that's made like the playing card side. Some modern tarot, they call themselves tarot, but they kind of uh, innovate. Um, Generally speaking, tarot is tarot, but oracle decks can be whatever the heck their creator wants them to be. And oracle decks, you are very right, kind of happened because some people are a little bit squeamish about tarot because (laughs) – hashtag because the devil, (laughs) whatever that means. (laughs) Bobby Boucher, water boy. Hashtag the devil. (laughs) So, um, So, yeah, oracle decks, just, yeah, anything you can think of. There is an oracle deck for that, and yeah, they're just—they're usually just really uplifting, and you can just draw one whenever you need some inspiration. A lot of people use them as part of their daily meditation or journaling. Um, I, I have a couple different oracle decks that I use with my coaching clients, just to kind of set an intention for the um, for the session, or I use it on as like kind of a, a breath mint on the way out the door. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. A little so, I mean, I have not worked back. Yeah, yeah, just a little, just a little, yeah, just a little. Add a girl. See you next time. Emily, <laughs> yeah, because Google is tonight's BFF, and this show is uh-huh. in no way sponsored by Google. However, I won't mind if Google would like to contact us and sponsor us. I'd be happy to talk to them. Um, but I found out the word that you're looking for. That's fantastic. Par- paradolia. Is yeah. a tendency to interpret a vague stimulus as something such as seeing shapes in the clouds. Paradolia. Paradolia. It's Paradolia. Spelled, yep. It's spelled. I wouldn't have pronounced. I had to go look up the, the pronunciation too. So Google and I are yeah. really close tonight. Uh, uh, you are <laughs> like you're like you're like a gunslinger with a Google. Yeah. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, I want to ask you a question, though. If I take a commercial break, when we come back, yeah. would you do a short yeah. little tarot reading for me or a unicorn card reading? Uh, yes, I will do a unicorn card reading because that is what I have near me. 
and do not have a tarot deck near me right now. That's fine. I will be, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Sounds good. I'm inspired to give back by the many individuals who are making a difference and taking steps to make the world better. Many people are tackling problems by themselves and thinking they are all alone in their efforts to make a change. I want them to know they are not going unnoticed. The world is watching. I'm part of a team helping to project their voices on a global scale. Small charities and solo entrepreneurs are doing amazing things but don't have the budgets to market themselves. Like many people, I once struggled in a variety of jobs I didn't care for, so I decided to find a new way to give back, to pay it forward, and to be the change. While some people my age are considering retirement, I've joined other professionals to create and manage a nonprofit organization called Peace Corps. The words that create our name tell only a small part of our giving story. We are philanthropists, educators, activists. We are compassionate, evolving, charitable, optimistic, responsible, and enthusiastic. We created Peace Corps so we can use our natural talents to help others. We work with nonprofits, individuals, and for-profit organizations that have a philanthropic outlook. Peace Corps uses several tools to give a voice to those that otherwise might not be known outside their small local circles. Be Unique magazine is released monthly and printed on demand. This digital interactive publication doubled in size within five months. During that same time, it attracted almost 60 volunteers from 12 countries and across the USA. These volunteers are professionals. They're performers and writers, editors, researchers, videographers, photographers, crew members, and so much more. Coffee or tea, no phones allowed. This fun show is hosted by millennials and provides insight into what they're thinking but it's by no means intended to appeal only to that generation, as evidenced by their topic and their guests. Because our volunteers know that we are giving 100% of our beings to this organization, they are meeting us on our terms. Nobody earns anything. Yet we all work as if we are earning six-figure incomes. That is the epitome of giving. Curating the stories and creating a high-quality literary-style publication that not only highlights the good work of others, but projects positivity and inspiration gives me purpose. By giving myself to this organization, others want to give to Peace Corps. We have created a global giving circle. Welcome back, everybody. I am Mary, as you probably remember, um, and I'm here with Emily Richards Murphy, and she is a healer, an artist, a teacher, an entertainer, and she's very important to be unique because she's one of our writers. She's a, a volunteer on steroids because she is on our board. <laughs> and she and I have been talking about a lot of stuff tonight. We've talked about unicorns and yelling at drunks and filters and Italy and religions and the high holy season for psychics and the the fact that she is an insight giver, um, and that kind of ties into what I want her to do next. Um, I'm getting a, uh, an opportunity to get a special unicorn reading from Emily. So take it away, Emily. Yeah, so this is just kind of a piece of what I do with my coaching clients. And, you know, it all boils down to, you know, I help people heal. I help them rewire and, and sort out the ways in which they're blocked from living, living their best life and, and connecting with their joy and their delight. Because honestly, that's, that's what we need. That's, that's the vibration that the world is going towards, you know. And, and despite what, what we're getting drip-fed from the media and, and from, from uh, you know, our beloved Facebook, you know, the world is moving away from hamsters and wheels. And it's moving more towards, you know, this dimension, and, you know, for the, you know, if you're listening to this podcast as, as a mouthpiece for the universe, on behalf of the universe, it's my job to let you know that the universe no longer needs your service. We, we don't need hamsters and wheels anymore. You're needed to sing your divine song and the special note that only you can sing in the universe. And it's about finding the thing that lights you up 
like nothing else and making as much of that as you can possibly make and, and with as much joy and delight as you can possibly muster. And, and, and that's what I do with my sessions. I help people figure out how to rework their time so they're, they spend as little time in their hamster wheel if they even have to be in one, and they spend the maximum amount of time living their life out loud. And so, you know, people want to, you know, I, I think we're moving out of the phase where people roll their eyes at unicorns and mermaids because unicorns and mermaids, that's, I think that's why right now in pop culture we're having such, such a big thing about unicorns and mermaids and everybody's just so in love with all that right now because it's the vibe. It's what's happening right now. So I just felt like I really wanted to say that before, you know, I dive into this unicorn tra-la-la reading because that's why I give unicorn readings because it's more than just fluffy, fairy, cute, cuteness. It's, it's really, it. really very serious. You know, and going back to the roots of unicorns, they weren't all fluffy, cute, and they, they were very fear, fearsome beasts and dangerous. That's why they're the, the, the national animal of Scotland. They, they used to be the, 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 the pinnacle animal of masculinity and ferocious. Um, so nothing is as it seems. And, and everything, everything is everything, everything is meant for exaltation. And your joy is so sacred and your needs are so sacred and divine and it's time to put needs first. So, and as we were on the break before I even started moving cards, the first thing, so that's the other thing when you're working with somebody who is, you know, quote unquote psychic, whatever they're using, they're just a tool that usually they're a tool to help from freaking you out, you know, cause yes. <laughs> I'm shuffling cards and it looks like I'm reading cards. It helps other than we just sit down and I just start telling you some stuff, you know? So, but I think you can handle it. So while we were on the break, what I was getting for, for you is that um, it's really important for you right now to, because I, I, I know, and I know this, so this is, this is unfair insider info, but like, I know you're burning, you're spreading yourself thin and I'm getting the impression that it's really important for you right now to be fortifying your health and fortifying your strength. Um, I'm looking right now at one of my calcite stones. And so, you know, because, you know, calcite, obviously I'm thinking about specifically about your bones. Um, and I know you had a fall recently, so I'm just thinking about fortifying your bones and, um, just, and thinking about your strengths and taking extra time to make sure that you're giving yourself enough healing and enough recovery time. Um, and the first card that, um, that I pulled for you is dance and, um, and, and I'm feeling like it's important for you, um, to be taking time to, um, I think there's been a lot of pushing, pushing forward, a lot of driving, a lot of focused goal oriented, um, uh, just goal-oriented driving forward. And I think what's important for you, and also I'm feeling like water, getting to the beach, um, but dr dancing, dancing for the joy, moving for the joy of movement, um, like getting that. motion and flow. What was that? I said I like that. Uh, that is striking yeah. a chord. Yes. That, you know, dance movement for the joy of movement, not just for the not just for the moving towards a goal, um, for, the, for the joy of living. Um, and the next card I've pulled for you is anger. I feel like there's a block for you that goes back to um, <laughs> old. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's frustration and anger, okay? And so um, stay safe. We have very, very few seconds left in the live show, but you and I can continue this if you don't mind. After Not at all. Okay. Well, but I, I want to say, yeah, I wanna say thank you to you for, you know, to our listeners. And Emily, give them your website real quick before the show ends, please. Yeah. Emily That's also my handle on Facebook and Instagram. Excellent. 
So you continue, and you'll just keep talking until the show goes out. Yes. Oh, please connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. It would be my honor to care for you, either in person here in Orlando or virtually. And I still have uh, bookings available for Halloween season, and it would be my delight to meet you. That would be so cool for people to do that. And I am available for virtual readings for Halloween as well. I have some great virtual parties. So I I would love to see you and make your Halloween party just unforgettable. Bravo. EmilyMurphyCreative.com on Facebook, Instagram, or uh, .com. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now it's just you and me, girl. Okay, I thought the thing was going to... Um, it, so like it, the, it, it was going to be an outro or something. It a little beyond. Um, um, the show actually ends, but you and I can just keep talking. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so I have anger. Safely express your anger. Use anger as a positive force. Honor all of your emotions as sacred. So I have that. Okay. And then I was going to pull one more. Um, and freedom. Live wild and free. Choose your freedom. Claim your independence. I think I already did. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what um, being unique is all about. Well, I think I think with freedom, I'm feeling like. Um, I'm feeling like that be, there's elements of be unique that's becoming um, more of an anchor than you intended. Oh yeah. But I feel like um, that that's shifting because if you're if you're adding more to the team, I think that that's probably shifting on its way out. Yes. Again. There there are days. Like an and this is maybe. why. This is why Jennifer and I moved to a quarterly to give ourselves a little yeah. breathing room. And of yeah. course, we still get all that breathing room with more activities. And I just got yeah. a text from her. She said, "Great show." Yay! And then is it? And I agree. It, I think it was awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm. I'm. It was. It, it was easier. I don't know. I don't know that I was worried that it wouldn't be good, but I. I just didn't spend too much time thinking about it because I didn't want to get nervous. So, um, uh, is there a way that is it like one and done, or can I go listen to it? Um, you'll have to give it a few minutes, maybe an hour. It has to um, queue up an archive, and then I will send you uh-huh. the link, and you'll be able to listen to it at infinitum. Um, Yay! I would, I'd love to do this with all of our board members at some point. Heck yeah! I, I think it'd be awesome to have have you come back. Um, oh sure! I'd, I'd, love love have, I'd love to have Jennifer involved and let you do a reading for her. Oh my gosh! Well, as of right now, I'm not booked on Halloween night, so that's kind of cool. You know what? Um, what night? Is, that's a Saturday. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what night. I don't think so. I think it's in the okay. middle of the week. It is I have a Thursday. It's a Thursday. It would be kind of cool yeah. to just have a, a spiritual radio podcast again and have other people call in or something like that right yeah heck yeah but um i don't want to i don't want to take do anything take so you know out of your pocket yes well i mean yeah so we can leave that as an option as we get closer if nothing happens for you on halloween and you want to play with us We'll when it's, when it's in the middle of the week, I usually don't. I mean, I'm booked Halloween day. Um, I'm booked Halloween day. I have a I have an annual booking. Um, um, I, I always go down to. I almost always go down to Lynn University in Boca Raton. Um, I've been reading there every year for like like 15 years, um, and so then I don't get back into town until like six seven o'clock. So it's really, oh, wow. and, and when it's in the middle of the week, it's really rare. Um, that I get anything, so it, sh- it probably it probably shouldn't be a problem. Usually, it's the Friday and Saturday before. And this year, I've cranked my rates. Like I don't give a shit. Like I'm charging premium rates this year. So 
I've, I've already, I've gotten probably about half a dozen inquiries for the 26th and nobody's taken it yet. So like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm, it's $125. And that me, I think you made it through the full hour without any cursing. I know. I feel like I, I deserve a prize. I should get half the pot on my uh, my Facebook Messenger. On, on your pool? On, on the kitty that they're yeah, taking on, the on you? That's not funny. Yeah. Uh, I should get a cut. I was really proud of myself. I knew I could do it. I definitely have a business yeah. mode. Exactly. It makes a difference. Yeah. I'm, try- I'm a All charming right, so motherfucker. Go down to the, I'm going to go down to the ocean and dance my anger away and claim my freedom. <laughs> Yes, do it. Do it. I love you. I'll talk to you later. I love you, too. Thank you for doing this. Okay, honey. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm sorry about Tyrell. Huh? Yeah, he, I'm, I'm glad he told us ahead of time that his phone yeah. was going okay. to drop. All right. Well, make sure I didn't say something wrong. Okay. You did not. <laughs> you, there's nothing you okay. could have said wrong. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>